The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey guys, uh, welcome to the first episode or, of the reboot of the Hoop and the Hefeweizens podcast. I'm Alex. And uh, I am Ruben, a.k.a. Reddit Mavericks. All right, and so we're halfway through the season now. Um, I know I had started the podcast with like one or two episodes at the beginning of the year, beginning of 2018, uh, but now moving into 2019, we're going to be doing this together. I'm thinking we're probably going to be doing it weekly. Um, but we wanted to get a first episode out here to kind of give you guys a rundown on how we feel halfway through the season. So, Ruben, I know the first thing you wanted to talk about was the El Matador or the Matador name for Luka Doncic. So why don't you tell me what you think about that? Dude, it is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, like I get the whole connotation of it like being... He played in Spain, okay, Matador, but like when you think of a Matador, they like they let the bull go past them, mm-hmm. you know, and it's more like that's not doesn't seem like a con- good connotation when you're an NBA player to let someone go past you. Yeah, you know? I mean, Matador defense is a thing, which yeah. is just let everyone past you. Exactly. So there's so. that, and then the whole issue of like. You know, the front office basically, like, claiming the nickname. So let's say, like, let's say he did like it, you know? Like, he would have mm-hmm. to, like, buy back his own nickname. Like, if you were, like, to, God forbid, like, go to a different team or something like that. And that's just, like... Yeah. There's a lot of, like, weird, like, legal, like, you know, corporate things that I don't like about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So one thing I will bring up about that is that the Mavs did claim the trademark for the name, but because it's a name for a person or a nickname for a person, um, Luca would have to give up the rights to the Dallas Mavericks in order for them to trademark the name. And from what I was reading on Twitter, um, there was some lawyer that posted about it and he said that the signature was not there on the, uh, on the application. So shouldn't be a big deal, but it's still a terrible nickname regardless. Yeah. It's like either way, like, you know, like, so you have, or we have in the NBA, like, people have nicknames. So, like, I guess Wade goes by, like, Flash sometimes, or, like, the Big Diesel, blah, blah, all that stuff. You know, half half amazing, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think so you those, say that, but I don't know of anybody other than announcers on TV that call him that. Like, it's, yeah. it's D-Wade. Like, yeah, D- yeah, D-Wade, yeah. Or like I think one time like um the Mamba, or I think one time Kobe was trying to do, trying to do like Vino, because like wine like he ages like wine or something like that. I don't know. It was really I weird. Mean, Black Mamba stuck for for Kobe, so I will give you that. Yeah, but I mean like I just feel like in this day day and age of like social media, people aren't gonna retain nicknames. No. You, you can't manufacture a nickname. It just has to come organically. Like how last year people were like with Dennis were like. 
he needs a nickname. It's like, no, he doesn't, <laughs> you know, like his nickname is DSJ. Yeah. Like, we call him DSJ for now. You know, something organically comes up that like he had latches onto and the fan base latches onto then great, you know? Yeah. Like, like Giannis, um, he's the Greek freak. Like that one stuck. Yeah. You know, and I like, can't just, think of like any like top tier players that have nicknames that aren't their name or their initials. Exactly. Other than Giannis. <laughs> well, no, Anthony Davis has the brow. The brow. Uh, Joel Embiid has the process. The beard. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. For I James really Harden. Call, I don't really call him. I don't really call him the beard though. So. Some people do, but still. Yeah. Um. But besides, he's the only Luca. Yeah, that's in true. The, in the league right now, you know, like. Wait, is he the only actual Luca in the league right now? I think he is. I think there there might be someone coming over next year. Okay, yeah. He's also uh, from the same region, but I have no idea. I just read it one time on Twitter, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, well, he's only Luka. NBA.com, he is the only Luka in the NBA currently. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the only Luka that I know in the world is the guy who plays for uh, Croatia in soccer. Yeah. That's it, you know? <laughs> so Yeah, it's not a common name. Um, uh, And Luka is a pretty, well, for, for NBA standards, is already, like, a good enough name that, like, you hear it, and you automatically know who we're talking about. Exactly. So. There's not really a point in him having a nickname, in my opinion, other than Luca. Yeah. But I mean, well, let's brainstorm this a little bit. Let's say if we had to give Luca a nickname, God. what would you want it to be? Man, that's just it's so like it's like so. Wonder Boy would be good for now because he's still technically like a kid. But yeah. like when he's like 27, like who's gonna want to go by Wonder Boy <laughs> at the 27? Wonder Boy, you at, know, no, the Wonder Boy at 40. Right? It's like, no, like, like I wouldn't want to be called a Wonder Boy when I'm, like, you know, yeah, that age. So, like, I wouldn't even call it now, you know? But, um, I don't know, man. Like, the Wonder Boy is, like, the closest thing I could think of that would, like, be okay for right now. And I know, like, people come to me on Twitter and, like, hey, we should call him this. We should call him this. And I'm, like, I mean, it should all be up to him. Like, what he wants to be called by, you know? Like, like as much as I hate it, like, I have to respect the fact that KD didn't like the Slim Reaper. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, which to I, me was like the greatest nickname of all time. The Slim Reaper is an awesome nickname. Yeah. But he doesn't like it. He isn't like he didn't gravitate towards it for whatever reason. Yeah. So, you know, I have to respect that even though I hate it, you know. I just don't know, just the Wonder Boy, I think would be you know or, unless yeah. he doesn't unless he does like something cool or like kinda crazy like on social media and like it just latches on that way, but Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think Wonder Boy would be a fine nickname for now, kinda like you said. It would only last a couple of years. If we had to pick something, see, if he were Croatian instead of Slovenian, I would be like, he could be the Croatian sensation. Oh, that'd be kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he's not Croatian. He's Slovenian. Um, yeah. So I, I can't think of anything like to go off of. Like, I understand the appeal of the Matador if you think about it for five seconds. Like, but that's what the Mavericks do with all of their marketing it's like, hey, what sounds like a good idea? That sounds great. Let's do it with like no repercussions. Yeah, yeah, and social media hates that. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like I've definitely the jerseys are a perfect example of this. Oh God, the jerseys, man. <laughs> <laughs> Those damn jerseys, man. I cannot. I, as much as I like, I'm gonna miss like Dirk. You know, like mm-hmm. I still like a part of me is like, well, I mean, like we get new jerseys though. <laughs> like you know, yeah, like. I don't want to buy like a Luca jersey until like we go through the you know he gets a, we get a new new design and if I like it yeah so, 
yeah, like, I'm really concerned that we're just going to get the most bland design possible whenever the redesign happens. Or they're just going to stick a logo on the jerseys like they did for City Edition. <laughs> or put DAL everywhere, because everybody knows that that's what we use for the City of Dallas. We that's what we go by. <laughs> yeah, man, it's... We'll see. I've almost, I've almost wanted to, like, DM Mark Cuban and be like, yo, like, let me, like... <laughs> be a part of like just follow you on twitter yeah just like let me just like let me do something like for the <laughs> team to help out like branding wise or anything yeah. <laughs> so. just uh just connect them with um with skylar and for real dude everything I really will be fine. should it's just dm skylar's tweets just like yo like here is yeah. like hire skylar please <laughs> bring the green back please yes please oh my god dude <laughs> so whatever happened to the uh to the court design from like 2011 I think it was like 2015. Oh, you know what? It's funny. It's funny. So I had a friend mm-hmm. actually like submit like a design for that and you know, kind of giving him shit for it, you know, just like ragging on him a little bit throughout, you know, a couple of weeks. Like, hey, like, when are you going to find out? When are you going to find out? Never found out, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> submitted it, like never did anything back. I think he even like tried to like call like, you know, the front office or whatever, like yeah. asking updates and no one like, I don't think anyone really ever like gave him anything, you know, <laughs> not a word about it. So I have no idea what happened to that. Like, there were some good designs, you know, like... Yeah, there were also some terrible ones, but... Yeah, also, yeah, but I mean, like, the good ones were like, okay, like, I could... I would yeah. totally be cool with this, but... Yeah, nice. I don't know whatever happened to that. Yeah, neither do I. Uh, but kind of going back to the season, so... Uh, right now, the Mavericks record... Let me look it up. It's not good. It's bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go to the standings. I think we're, like, 14th in the West. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're next to last in the West. So yeah, we're 14th in the yep. West at 18 and 22. And uh, I tweeted this out uh, yesterday from the Hoops and Have a Bison's uh, Twitter. And we're like 3 and 11 in our last 14 games. Oh, so <laughs> after that 12 and 3 run where everybody was super excited and everybody's like, oh, the Mavs are totally going to make the playoffs. Everything's great. Everything's coming up. Everything's coming up perfect. Like, no. <laughs> no not at all dude we're tied with memphis at 18 and 22 we're only like four games back out of eight play eight place but that seems like so insurmountable right now though like it it does the way we're playing it's just it's it's terrible like yeah which i mean there are like a lot of things i want to talk about that too but that would take like two hours <laughs> of just like constant complaining <laughs> you know <laughs> so yeah we'll have time to talk about it like the thing is, is like there are multiple ways that you can look at the season and how it's gone. My biggest concern is the fact that while players were injured when we were going on the run, you know, Carlisle was doing things with the lineups and doing things with the sets and and strategizing. And now it's like everybody's healthy and it's just kind of like, Let's just run the same lineup over and over and over again, even though it's a terrible starting five. And even though one of our best players, Maxi Kleba, gets no playing time. Like, I understand it a little bit. Dirk has to play. You know, this is probably his last season. But why is Dwight Powell out there and shooting threes over and over and over again? Dude. Oh, man. Like, because I think someone DM'd me yesterday about it. And I was like, oh, like, yeah. I don't really get DMs during games. But just like, 
in-game stuff because you know whatever but someone yelled me and they're like why is dwight out there and i was like i have no idea dude like i wish i could tell you <laughs> ask rick and then Rick yeah. is gonna be like well that that's our uh that's our set that's our lineup or you know whatever and it's bad like and like rick is so good at the non-answers dude ah he is he's so good at them I, I mean that's his thing. Like I understand. Like he's not gonna give us an answer for everything. Like no. things happening in the background that we're never gonna know about. You know, trade seasons coming up very soon. Well, trade seasons right now. You know, the trade deadline's in a month. Um, the All Star break's coming up, and it's something has to change. I don't know what has to change, but something does. Yeah, and there's all these, these trade proposals. And stuff. I heard we're looking into Kevin Love now. So that was from a reporter, and I don't know who it is, and I'm not going to look it up, because okay. every single person that quote-tweeted that dude was like, you have not been right about any NBA rumor in, like, 15 years. Okay, sweet. Okay, cool. <laughs> I just saw, like, I saw it haphazardly, and I was like, I'm not going to react to this right now. Yeah. I just don't want to. <laughs> but Kevin Love is not good. Yeah, no. Well, he's not good on a four-year deal and injured constantly. I should rephrase. Like, he's a good basketball player, but I would not trade for him. I don't know who I would trade for at this point, honestly, I'm... because there are so many teams that are buyers and not very many teams that are sellers. No, yeah. And so it's like, what are we going to do? Get Otto Porter? Like, that? that's basically our option right now? Like, that's kind of the only option. I think we, like... If we do anything, like, but it's like, who would they willing to take? Who, do, who would they be willing to take on? At this point, like, everybody wants Otto Porter because he's the only guy that we know is on the market that has any value whatsoever. So you're going to have to give up way more than you should. Exactly. And then if we want to keep on the trade rumor block, there's something that's near and dear to my heart that bothers me, which is the let's trade Dennis Smith Jr. immediately train. We can, dude, you cannot trade a 21 year old. He's a 20, yeah, 21 year old point guard. Yeah. Who's in the second second season in the league. Like you just can't. Like, um, I know there are a lot of people that are fans that complain about Dennis Smith's lack of court vision sometimes. Like the thing is is that when I watch the games day in and day out, like you can see the flashes. Like Dennis Smith knows how to pass the ball. He knows how to make good passes. He knows how to finish at the rim. He just doesn't do it consistently. The turnovers are really bad and they're usually live ball turnovers, which Kirk talks about all the time on his Twitter, so you can go follow him about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're not good. Like, I'm not saying that Dennis Smith Jr. right now is a good NBA basketball player, but what are you going to trade him for? Because what team competing right now needs a point guard? And if they do, what are they going to give up for Dennis Smith Jr. that's worth it to the Mavericks that are trying to speed up their rebuild, rebuild process? I don't see anything out there that's going to, like, give Dallas what they want, which would be a young player that's already established in the league and on his rookie contract that <laughs> any that any competing team would give up for DSJ. And and that's not to say that like that he doesn't have room for improvement. Obviously he does. He needs to get better. But I don't think that we can give up on a dude that's twenty one, like you said. Exactly. I feel like I know like it's completely a completely different scenario, but like I go back to like, you know, um like the early days of Steve Nash. Where he wasn't yeah. really established, you know, like... I mean, even can, early Dirk was not very good at basketball. Exactly. You know, like, these things take time, like... And I think, like, Luca's been a blessing. Like, Luca's like, literally, like, he's like Jesus to me. But, you know, I think having him and then comparing him, like, to Dennis, you know... Everybody's yeah. like, why isn't Dennis doing this? And it's like, well, like, different learning curves. Like, you know, like, Luca's been, like, in the pros for, like, four or five years already. 
you know, Dennis has like been playing against like college kids, you know, for a year, for one year. Yeah. And then before that, high school kids, you know, so it's like. Well, and he missed a senior year of high school. That's right. Yeah, that's right. With the ACL stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. So think about this. He played AAU all the way through high school, which you know that they don't teach you very much in AAU. It's no. all a showcase. Yeah. Um, I will not get into the things that Mark Cuban said about it because I disagree there. But I think there are certain fundamentals that are not taught in AAU. He missed his senior year of high school, which was going to be the most competitive basketball he would have played up until that point. He played at a uh, NC State. He played at an NC State team that was not good. <laughs> <laughs> no one yeah. around him was good. The no. coach got fired midway through the season. Like they didn't make the, the college basketball playoffs. Like everything that could have gone wrong wrong for the kid leading up to coming to the NBA had gone wrong for him. Then he's on a bad NBA team with not anything really to build around him. And then in his second year, he gets set next to a dude that's better than him at everything that he does well except for athleticism. And he's having to change the way that he's played basketball his entire life on the fly. So is it going to work? I don't know. But I'm not comfortable enough to, like, give up on the kid yet. Exactly. Yeah, like, there's just a lot of factors that were going against him, you know, like this entire yeah. process. You know, so it's like, let's let's build around, like, Luca. And, like, I feel like he could be, like, a good piece that, like, for him for, to be around Luca. Like, I think he'd be really complimentary, especially because he's, he's very athletic, like, super athletic. Yeah. Like, those lobs, you know? Like, I think that'd be fun. That'd be fun basketball, you know? And he's, like, he's improved on his, again, like, I only do the eye test because I don't really look at the stats. But, like, looking at just, like, how, like, how he hustles, like, on defense, you know? Mm-hmm. He's, like... And he's an undersized guard at that, you know, yeah. if he's playing the two, you know, like it's like, he's, he's, he's like holding his own. Like he holds on against like, who was it? Paul George. Yeah. Be like, like a week ago, like, dude, like, come on. That's amazing. Against yeah, Paul no. George. And he still has those moments of mental lapses. Luca does too. Luca's a terrible defender for what it's worth. Oh dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is why Dennis needs to be a better defender because you can't have two black holes on defense which is why i still don't understand um having dirk and dwight on the floor at the same time beside that point (laughs) i'm not saying that we can't get rid of dennis smith i'm not going to be the opposite of the people that are saying that we need to get rid of him my thing is is that as a fan your expectations go up significantly with that 12 and 3 run with luca being the best rookie far and away with with Luca putting up generational talent stats at its rookie year. And you look at Dennis Smith and you're like, okay, does this fit the timeline of us competing right now? And obviously that's a no. But at the same time, what pieces are here that have us compete right now? Harrison Barnes? Mm. <laughs> Maybe. 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 And that's it. I think Maxi will be a good piece in a couple of years. Well, this year even, if he was utilized. But he's not right now because he's logjammed behind Dwight Powell for God knows what reason. And Dirk for obvious reasons. You've got Dorian Finney-Smith and he's behind fucking Wes Matthews for, again, I don't know what reason. I don't know why. (laughs) Money. Money is why. Um, You've got DeAndre Jordan, who decides when he wants to play and when he doesn't. Oh, God, dude. When he decides (laughs) he wants to play, though, like... He's good when he wants to play. Yeah, dude, I hate it. Like, I'm just like, bro... Hey, let me back all the way up on a screen and then get dunked on. I know, man. Like, just... 
And then it's like you got Dennis Smith Jr. and and he's not very good right now. You've got Jalen Brunson, who's just a worse version of Dennis Smith Jr. Except for maybe he can pass the ball a little bit better, and he doesn't probe as much as Dennis does, which I think is a Rick thing personally. But and then you have JJ, who's good, but he's old. He's um, old, yeah. <laughs> you've got Devin Harris, who was good for a couple of weeks, and then he forgot how to play basketball again. And he's aging um, as well. Like, <laughs> and, and he's old. <laughs> <laughs> and who were we missing? Ryan Brokoff? Sala. Like, Sala? You know, just... I don't know about Brokoff. Like, I think he could be good at basketball. Somewhat, it, I think um Max Levy on yeah. Twitter, like, had a really good profile on him, like, before the season started. And I was like, okay, like, this guy could probably play. Like, he's just generally just, like, a three-point shooter, you know? Like, sharpshooter, which is cool. Like, okay, cool. We need someone to stretch the floor you know um yeah. he did really well that other game the other day i was like oh shit yeah like, he can play he was you know against the lakers yeah yeah i was like, okay he's good against you know lebronless lakers but yeah you know like um, i think he should get a little more burn, especially for not gonna be competing like we need to see like what because he could be a piece that we could bring like a little more yeah. like you know and i just like following his instagram because he posts about his dog all the time yeah because so. <laughs> my concern is like i don't think the dallas is making the playoffs this year i think they'll be competitive but yeah. I don't think they'll make the playoffs and yeah. I don't see Wes coming back. I don't see DeAndre coming back. Wow. I don't see Dirk coming back. I don't see, at this point, uh, JJ coming back. Like, he might retire. Um, I don't see Devin coming back. Like, that's five guys right there that are big rotation pieces, kind of, that are all going to be gone next year, where we need to be building around Luca, Dennis, Dorian, Maxi, and then maybe Ryan Brokoff and, and Jalen Brunson. Yeah, that's, that's six dudes. Yeah. And three of them get no playing time. And that's a problem. Yeah. Like, that's, like, super infuriating. Like, to me. Like, you know, because I want to see these yeah. guys, like, play and see what they're made of. And, like, okay, like, is this someone that I want to, like, I want on our team next year? Is this someone that I, like, I want to yeah. make sure, like, we can sign long-term? Like, maybe for, like, a, you know, a team-friendly deal or something that, like, benefits both, you know, both but parties. The thing is, it's like, if we, had, if we had had this conversation... A month and a half ago, when Dallas was in the middle of their win streak, we probably wouldn't be saying any of this because we wouldn't care. Yeah. Because they would be winning. Yeah, having fun, like in the present, like not even thinking about like, okay, cool, like what's gonna happen in you know next year's off season, <laughs> you know stuff like that. Yeah. So at this point, my half-joking goal is that Dallas barely misses the playoffs and then somehow gets the ping pong balls to fall, get the number one pick, get Zion Williamson, like call it a day <laughs> like i i know that i like was jokingly jokingly tweeted about looking up zion zion like uh highlights the other day but mm-hmm. I, I really did though after the game i was like yeah let me look at some of this real quick <laughs> see what i'm see what i'm see what we could be working with <laughs> but I mean, we're like 99 percent not gonna get zion but yeah. regardless if you like basketball go watch zion williamson highlights because that dude is a monster he's a freak dude i don't know how the hell he does that with that body, dude. He's so fast. <laughs> like <laughs> for his size, bro. Like it's so crazy. But uh there's nobody to compare him to. Like I cannot think of there really any isn't. player to compare him to. There really isn't, dude. He's a freak. I mean, to be fair though, a lot of us thought we weren't gonna get Luca either. And like that turned yeah. out. So, you know, anything is possible, I guess on draft night. So Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like anything can happen. We'll see what happens going into the season, but I mean if you had to take my money right now, I would say Dallas misses the playoffs. Probably is like a 10 or 11 seed. Yeah, the ping pong balls probably don't fall our way. <laughs> so Atlanta gets to keep our pick. Yeah, what? where would you put your money right now if you had to? Like, where do you think Dallas falls at the end of the season? See, I think we would probably... Oh, 
because this is I'm trying. We do have like the second second hardest schedule out of everybody else. I think. I think I read that uh, somewhere and I was like, we fuck. we did before we went on this losing streak. Okay, I don't know about now then. I yeah, I don't know about now either, and I don't feel uh, like looking it up. Yeah. Uh, it's like 11, 11 or 10. Yeah. And the thing is that the West is like so like compact, you know, right now where it's like, okay, like maybe, like maybe we keep it close with everybody else. But I mean, we have half a season left to go. So yeah. Um, Tankathon, remaining strength of schedule. Dallas is at three. God damn. <laughs> with their Man. easiest remaining opponents being the Cavs twice, the Suns, who we always lose to twice, the Knicks once, and. Uh, the Wizards once. And we seem to, like, kill the Wizards, which is always interesting, but... Yeah. But we lose uh, to the Knicks and to the Suns. That's true. So... God. Those... Man, those losses still... <sighs> yeah. Not fun. No. Not at all. So, I mean, it's one of those things, like, we're going to do our best to enjoy the rest of the season, but I think we'll call episode one an airing of grievances. Yeah, yeah. To to reset for the new year and reset our expectations. Because I think if you talked to me at the beginning of the season, I was really optimistic and I was like, oh, that you know, Dallas could probably win like 40 games. Um, And I knew that that was super optimistic, but I believed that if everything went correctly, obviously that didn't happen. Um, And then the win streak happened, and I'm like, okay, like may not win 40 games, but. We're a good team, probably going to make the playoffs, maybe be like a six to eight seed. Um, And then that falls apart. And so now I'm like, I'm trying not to overreact and be like, oh, Dallas is the worst team in the NBA. They're not. Um, But at the same time, like, I think that the optimism that we had to begin the season and during the win streak, like, at least for me, is pretty much gone. Uh, Speaking of Zion, he had 30 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, four steals, and one block tonight. So... (laughs) (laughs) And that's with Coach K not really utilizing him correctly. Yeah, dude. I cannot believe that. Because <laughs> you got to give the ball to R.J. Barrett, who is terrible. Like, he's not I, bad. He's going to be a good basketball player. But I, I go to Mavs draft for all my you know, drafting stuff. I don't watch any, like, nothing except highlights. So Yeah. <laughs> hey, highlights are good. Yeah. Um, speaking of Mavs draft, we need to get him on here. We do. I'm gonna before the end of the season. Him. Yeah, dude, we should. We need to get him on here because he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, we have, we have a lot of a lot of uh, smart people on uh on Twitter for the yeah, most. Lots of people on Mavs Twitter that we'll have on here, and then like, if anybody has any suggestions on you know topics to talk about or something that they want to hear about next week at the next podcast, or if if they have a suggestion on who we should bring on to the podcast as a guest, um, you can email us at mail at hoopsandhefeweizens.com or you can DM either of us on Twitter, DM the, the Hoops and Hefeweizens account on Twitter. It's pretty easy to get a hold of us. Yep. Um, I think, do you have anything else like you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Not today, man. Okay. Yeah. So... We're going to call this episode one of the reboot of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. And, you know, we'll be back maybe on Sunday, um, but definitely within the next week. And we're going to keep it up that way. So, again, you can email us. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex D. Maldo. You can follow Ruben on Twitter at uh, Reddit Mavericks, correct? Yeah. Or, is it Reddit or, or my personal Ruben Tomas. doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, either one like i said you can email us um hoopsandhepavisons.com as well um and have a great night guys 